And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Imagine a virtual marketplace where your skills and your time build value, create opportunity, and foster community. Picture a place where intersectionality and community blends with everyday transactional services, where no matter who we are or where we come from, there's a place for everyone to create a world of worth and impact. Welcome to Ying. Carla Villard is the founder and CEO of this peer-to-peer skill-sharing platform that offers an alternative to the currency construct. Uh, today, I think I'll create a new system for currency. I'm sure you didn't randomly wake up one day and make this statement to yourself. So Carla, please share the story behind the story of Ying. You know what, <laughs> Ali, that was just the perfect framework because there is a story behind the story. It started in Philadelphia, where I was born and raised. And now I'm going to sound like, uh, you know, Will Smith, but I won't go there. <laughs> but I was born in Philly in a historic Germantown area. We call it historic Germantown. It's where the first White House was ever established, as well as where Congress met George Washington. So it has a long history. Now, before that, I have to be clear, it was also called Turtle Island, right? The home of the, the Lenape. Uh, tribe, and we call that in the our indigenous community the grandfather of all tribes. Mm -hmm. So Philadelphia was a very particular place, um, and for me, I was drawn to banking. So I started in the banking industry and was blessed to have an opportunity to spend years at MBA America, which was eventually bought by Bank of America, and it gave me the foundational understanding of our economy you know, uh -huh, and uh -huh. having that at such an early age after I had graduated from University of Virginia really started to kind of allow me to understand the role of currency in people's lives. And I found that deeply um, interesting because those that had it seemed to have a really wonderful life, had access to all sorts of things. Those that didn't have it really seemed to be not only going through it, but really facing health inequities, crime, all of that. And it didn't take a rocket scientist, right, to see that there was a lot of historical reasons as to why. So now fast forward, I had the opportunity to um, work eventually in starting the first urban league for the state of Delaware. And that gave me way more grounding in understanding how social impact can make a difference in people's lives and how coming together in a collaborative, multi-sector strategy, you could really bring the right partners to the table, right? To start seeing um, seismic shifts. So I ended up then um, speaking before Congress because of a program I started called the Youth Institute for Economic Leadership Development, YIELD, in partnership with the University of Delaware. That opened my eyes up to DC into policy, right? And when that started to come into play, the role of currency once again started to really allow for me to understand that it was not even just on a localized level, 
but on a national level, who are receiving the dollars? Who are not receiving the dollars? Who's receiving access to capital? When I hit DC, this idea of capital, not just because it's called the capital of the United States, right? But the financial definition of that term started to really allow for me to understand that what we were calling financial capital is what we focused on. We value what we measure, we measure what we value. And what we started to measure was financial capital. And we had amazing systems for that. When I um, was working in Congress Park, Dr. Edgar Kahn founded something called time banking. So the fact that it was called time banking, it was tapping into defining a currency that happened within social capital, within community capital. And so that was my first lesson over 20 years ago, where I started to understand that there were two forms of value operating through our human DNA. That was both financial capital and then what we call, which is part of the care economy, our community capital, right? Our social capital, our social networks, family, friends, colleagues, those that we have affinity for. That to me was game changing because Dr. Edgar Kahn had started to create a way to track these hours through the skills that people offered in kind to support one another. So that was again, 20 years ago. Now I want us to fast forward and then we'll round the land, the plane here in terms of yin is at this stage in my life, I had an opportunity to learn about time banking, how it worked and got really inspired. But 15 years then passed and I ended up having different careers. Mainly my through line was always leveraging technology for social change. And I truly believed in market-driven strategies, market-driven strategies. I say that I'm not anti-nonprofit, but one of the things we have to realize within our nonprofit movements, we're always figuring out how the market can best adopt our service. In the for-profit sector, you create a product that gets adopted by the market. Once it's adopted by the market, it means it can be sustainable, right, over time. So for me, time banking, nonprofit movement, over 38 countries, I was inspired by that. And then three things happened in society. The first is peer-to-peer -peer payments. Venmo almost cut the knees off of traditional banking and created a peer-to-peer -peer model. Second thing, the sharing economy projected to be a $335 billion industry by 2026. Airbnb, Lyft. We started actually gifting our assets over, right? Getting money for it but we started to share more, go figure, you know, that happened back in the day in villages, but this was now becoming part of our cultural zeitgeist. Third thing that happened, there was this technology called blockchain that started to identify another form of value being exchanged peer to peer. That's exactly what time banking was all about, right? Peer-to-peer -peer, um, exchanges of skills. So we wanted to create more of a, a model that was modern, very Venmo-like, very Lyft-like, all on demand and stuff like that for the groups that you care most about. So we launched Ying, group skill sharing about six years ago. My goodness, what a beautiful concept, what a beautiful platform. You know, 
Uh, thank you, first and foremost, for sharing that beautiful history uh, of your platform. Uh, you know, in recent times, the traditional construct for currency has been challenged, as you mentioned, with the introduction and infusion of cryptocurrency. And many, including myself, are still very confused about this kind of money. Please share in the simplest terms possible how this human currency system works. Like if I were to get in and do this, walk me through, how, how does this happen? Sure, so it first happens because you're a group that's been introduced to this concept called group skill sharing, right? Now we do it at home and our cousins down South or up North, whatever, especially where you are Michigan, right? I mean, yeah. we have that tribe kind of vibe. So right now, more than ever in the pandemic, a lot of people got hurt, you know, economically, but also a lot of very wealthy people got hurt just being isolated and alone. So this is an opportunity for anyone that's interested, be it a major corporation, individual, or organization, if you want to start this idea of group skill sharing, it's just a matter of going to yingme.co. You sign up, you get approved as an organization, and then you go ahead and get a group code, right? That group code is something that you're giving all of your members in which to onboard. Now, when you communicate that, it could be through an email or text, whatever, you go ahead and then uh, they download Ying space group skill sharing on the Android or iOS, or even those that don't like to do apps too much, right? You can go to yingme.app and then actually go ahead and create your account there. When you put that group code in, you are solely part of that group. It is a small, intimate group. Now it could be large because if it's a large corporation and they want to adopt this philosophy of group skill sharing, then of course they can do that. And you'll have the members solely who are part of your group. And then typically what I find a lot of group admins actually post tasks already, you know, so you can then go on and you'll see your homepage. You'll see that you have 24 tokens in your account. So let's play a little game, right? Everyone wakes up and we have 24 hours in a day. So we wanted to make sure everyone had at least 24 tokens in their account to start with, because we are starting with abundance always, right? Mm. And so one hour equals one token, super simple, <laughs> no formulas, a third grader, second grader will know one hour equals one token. Now that means that now you have 24 hours worth of tasks that you can get done on your behalf, right? And so if you need, um, you know, someone to teach you Spanish les lessons, if you need a ride, if you'd like to build a WordPress website, whatever that might be, you have the ability now to go ahead and send that as a task request all in real time on demand. And then people can go ahead, hit, I would love to help you. You get that notification just as fast as you calling up a car. And then they are scheduling a time in which to meet. Once you schedule that time, then you go ahead and complete the task. Uh -huh. The task is then completed. You're doing bi-directional ratings, comments. Now, the fun part is if you want to send a cash gratuity, you can do that, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. as long as you activate your purple pot. We have a purple pot. <laughs> by your profile picture and that's where you activate your um you know financial tools in which to send cash gratuity 
And then that's really it. You know, we are building a village of people who care about each other and we make it easier for them. Yeah, it's, it's such an incredible system when you think about it. I love the fact that it just gives everyone, um, it identify, it recognizes the value that we all have um, intrinsically. And it's just such an incredible concept um, to now Thank have a, a tool, you know, to, to be able to utilize and tap into. Um, because a lot of things are great ideas, but if there's no way to actualize them, then they just remain great ideas. <laughs> so Got it. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, so so I want to go to the name. So of all the names that you could have given to your peer-to-peer -peer platform, I'm so interested to hear hmm. why Ying. What does it mean? Oh my goodness. It was so interesting because the day that this came to me, I was in the Hollywood Hills. And we were um, on, well, I call the house Little Mango. That's what I call the house, Little Mango. It's just so cute. But we had this big bay window you could look out of. And it was almost, you know, sometimes things are just downloaded. I'm calling it for what it is. I'm a very, like, very spiritually in tune uh, being. And so it was a download. So I decided to go in the backyard. I sat in... Um, this table that we had gotten custom made, and I never will forget sitting there and looking out at the front yard, which had a big tree and leaves just hanging down uh, from the branches. And I was fixated on this particular leaf and looking at the leaf, which I think is very interesting because it was nature communicating with mm -hmm. me, had one line down it. I mean, leaf has typically the main vein you know going through it look at that the main vein going through it and that there were always two sides yeah there's always a sense of balance that needs to come in and that's the moment when i received the whole balance thought and then the yin and the yang wow. and then combine ying and so to me ying is almost a, a tone that is going out in society to get the attention and then we're able to really bring us back into balance. Wow. Wow. That's, um, yeah, that's awesome. Well, right. and, and like you said, like to, to have, to know that that was the right name because it felt like the right name because it wasn't you processing hmm, what sort of, it was more just that it was something that came to you as opposed to you trying to seek it out. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. You know, I always believe ask and it shall be given seeking shall find knock and the door will be open. So the ask happened and then I did see the leaf and then, you know, the door was open. That's so awesome. Um, so, you know, prepared to serve United States citizens. You are a former 2020 vice president candidate for the independent party as founder of Ying, your commitment to service has now broadened to include all citizens, global citizens. Why was this level of inclusivity so important to you? My DNA rings of that. You know, I, I identify as an Afro-Indigenous Euro and I feel so much more in alignment with who I am now that I can say that. You know, I will have some of my African-American friends, some of my white friends say, why don't you just say you're black? Because that strips away the land and the beauty of truly who I am. Mm. 
I can identify with our black culture, right? Cause I grew up in it. And many of my black friends are also African-American indigenous Euro, you know, or African-American, all sorts of things. We are a mixed breed. Um, and I grew up in Barbados during the summers of my youth. Mm -hmm. I also grew up in Allentown with my parents when they were divorced, my dad remarried a white woman. And so Tim, Becky and Linda were my brothers and sisters. And I didn't know any different because I was a little one. So that's just as much as a part of who I am as me growing up in Germantown where most of my friends are African-American, you know? So yeah. I, I can't, I actually can't stand, right? The divisiveness on both sides. I have reconnected with my indigenous roots, learning that mama and papa would go to powwows and that was erased apparently, you know, in the South, in Virginia. All of our native relatives, when I went down to the clerk in Buckingham County, where our family's from, all of the indigenous names were black or Negro is what was listed. So I'm now like, I'm done with the toxicity of dividing because we're all truly one, like we're truly all one. And I get to bring that type of voice into the society that we live in today and to do it in a very, very almost Benetton way. You know how Benetton back in the day came with all these amazing, really drastic interracial, you know, <laughs> ads. For me, we get to have fun with that energy and put that vibe out. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, you know, so I, I want to go back to just just to the lexicon alone used to define your direction with Ying. It's so inspiring. Just these terms. Love for you to speak just a moment more about this idea, this concept, and how what it means. Community, capital, and all of its facets. Yeah. You know, there's some great uh, movements that I got exposed to. I taught at Harvard for 10 years during the summer, and I taught a course called The Urban Catalyst, Making a Connection Between Theory and Practice. And so in my uh, spending time up in Cambridge, which I freaking adored, <laughs> even though it was cold, um, there are winter times, but I got to go during the summer, so it was awesome, right? So Dr. Robert Putnam, created a book called Bowling Alone. And he worked closely with Dr. Edgar Kahn because this is, they were going back and forth as colleagues to talk about the power of social capital, mm. right? I like to coin it community capital because when you say social and you sit on uh, the Republican side or sit on the Democrat side, right? It has different political meanings. But I wanted to get the politics out of this. So I really want to call this more community capital. When you look at that concept and you look at what these professors have done to start studying its correlation with economic impact, right? They call social capital in its tie or community capital to social mobilization. There was some beautiful studies that they realized. They started to say, wow, if you have more social networks, you actually have a higher chance of having economic sustainability, right? Mm -hmm. And that's almost just like, duh. But not only that, it didn't stop there. It also tied to your intrinsic wellness. There were direct correlations with how healthy 
a community was, how healthy that individual was. So this idea of community capital really set my soul on fire, you know, because uh -huh. I figured if we could do what DHOC did, what DHOC did for Visa with banking, when he created Visa, he created way more efficiencies in the financial industry, which created more transactions, right? Of that nature, of that nature. We get to now create more transactions that are transformative because the closer we can support each other, the better off, the better off we'll truly see society. I believe that. And I believe that's why our tagline is currency for humankind, because that's what we're promoting. Wow. Well, it's, it's an inspiring concept and an incredible platform. And the fact that it's available to not just the few and to some, but to all, and that it is supportive of all of us and the more of us that there are, the greater the community capital, the bigger that pot will be. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so well said, Allie. You just did it. Wow. Amazing. I'm available for voiceovers. For I was going to say, that was incredible. That's right. It's, it's just, true. it's it's such an inspiring concept. And um, I feel like people are ready. People, there's a reason why people are still so hungry for something. And it's because the constructs that we have in place right now just, just aren't doing it. And no, so time to reconstruct, yeah? Time to reconstruct. Yeah. Time to reconstruct. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much, Carla. Thank you so much for helping all of us become a bit more aware now. Thank you oh. so much. <laughs> Thank you. See how I did that there? That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was very interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't had enough coffee and I'm way too Oh my God, that was incredible. <laughs> oh, that was Thank so you. good. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.